Good morning, and welcome to Simply Crypto. It's Sunday, February 4th. On today's show, a cryptocurrency exchange is alleged to have operated as a Ponzi scheme, while Visa users can now directly withdraw cryptocurrency in 145 countries. Plus, two founders of a Bengaluru cryptocurrency exchange seek bail after a cyber expert's arrest. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Crypto. We start off with a recent development where three now-dissolved companies and their sole director have been accused of fraud by BC's financial markets regulator. The companies, operated by Michael Angun Gokturk, are alleged to have committed fraud through the operation of a supposed crypto asset trading platform. Here to delve into this is our correspondent, Celeste. Can you give us more details about these allegations? Certainly, David. The BC Securities Commission has accused Gokturk and his three companies, namely Einstein Exchange Inc., Einstein Capital Litted, and Einstein Law Corporation, of lying to customers about their crypto trading platform and misappropriating customer assets for their own speculative investments and personal use. The companies claimed to provide safe and secure storage for users' money and crypto assets, same-day withdrawal of funds, encrypted crypto wallets, and a combination of secure and responsive currency management. So what was the reality of the situation? According to the BCSC, the companies transferred their customers' deposits into various Einstein-controlled accounts and into Gokturk's personal crypto wallets at other third-party trading platforms. The funds were then allegedly misappropriated for speculative investments, paying for the platform's operations and paying out other customers' withdrawals. The platform was neither secure nor responsive and could not facilitate same-day withdrawals as claimed. This sounds like a classic Ponzi scheme. Indeed, David. The BCSC alleges that after becoming insolvent in January 2018, the platform continued to accept deposits and paid out some customers with money and crypto assets drawn from the pooled bank accounts and wallets, operating as a Ponzi scheme. The companies also allegedly populated customer dashboards with false information suggesting that orders had been processed and assets were available. What was the scale of this operation? At one point, the companies held more than $34 million worth of cash and crypto assets on behalf of their customers. However, by July 2019, they had just $100,000 in assets and owed customers a total of $19.2 million, according to the BCSC. What are the next steps in this case? Both the corporate entities and Gokturk, as their sole director, are accused of committing the fraud. If they wish to be heard before a date is scheduled for a hearing on the allegations, the respondents must attend the BCSC's office at 9 a.m. on May 14th. Thanks for the insights, Celeste, reminding us of the risks in the crypto space. Speaking of cryptocurrency, Visa has recently made a significant move. The company has partnered with Transac, a payments infrastructure provider, to offer customers in 145 countries the ability to convert their cryptocurrency holdings into local currencies. Here to discuss this further is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Crypto. Can you tell us more about this partnership and what it means for Visa users? Certainly, David. This partnership is a response to the lack of options for people wanting to transfer their cryptocurrency to fiat. 
Transact states that this collaboration will allow a quick and easy process to convert balances in 30 minutes or less, which can then be used at businesses where Visa cards are accepted. This is a significant expansion of current crypto transfer offerings and will allow people to quickly exit the crypto market if they wish. This news comes on the heels of the Securities and Exchange Commission's approval of rule changes that will allow spot Bitcoin exchange-traded funds to begin trading in U.S. markets. How does this development tie into that? The SEC's approval is a significant step towards mainstreaming cryptocurrency investments. It allows investors to more easily access exposure to Bitcoin, the world's largest cryptocurrency. The partnership between Transact and Visa complements this by providing a straightforward way for these investors to convert their cryptocurrency holdings into fiat currency. What types of cryptocurrencies will this partnership cover? The partnership will cover more than 40 types of cryptocurrencies. According to Transact, this will expedite access to funds in a dramatic way. By enabling real-time card withdrawals through Visa Direct, Transact aims to deliver a faster, simpler, and more connected experience for its users. Visa has been integrating more cryptocurrency options in recent years. Can you tell us more about these efforts? Indeed, Visa has taken several steps towards integrating more cryptocurrency options. These include programs to help creators navigate non-fungible tokens, or NFTs, and programs for brands to create digital wallets where customers can store rewards. This partnership with Transact is another step in that direction. What should people keep in mind if they're considering crypto investments? The SEC's Office of Investor Education and Advocacy urges people to be cautious if considering crypto investments. They provide a website to explore for more information. As with any investment, it's important to do thorough research and understand the risks involved. That's certainly something to keep in mind. Thanks for joining us, Michael. Now let's shift our focus to the latest developments from Carrier One, a company set to make a significant impact on the global telecom layer. They are launching a new token, K-Hone, designed for widespread adoption and lightning-fast transaction speeds. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent from Simply Crypto. Can you tell us more about K-Hone and its potential impact on the telecom industry? Certainly, David. K-Hone is not just another cryptocurrency. It's positioned as the primary currency for transactions within the Carrier One ecosystem. This means it has the potential to revolutionize payment systems within the telecom industry, promising a more efficient and seamless experience for all parties involved. That sounds promising. But what makes Kaonin stand out from other cryptocurrencies? What sets Kone apart is its integration within the Carrier One ecosystem. It's not just a standalone cryptocurrency, but a token designed to facilitate transactions within a specific industry. This focus on the telecom sector could give it a unique edge in achieving widespread adoption. Carrier One has also announced a collaboration with Sui. Can you shed some light on this partnership? Yes, this partnership is a significant development. It's expected to lead to groundbreaking solutions and unprecedented opportunities within the convergence of the telecom and cryptocurrency spheres. While the specifics of the collaboration are yet to be revealed, the industry is eagerly anticipating the innovative solutions that could emerge from this partnership. It seems like Carrier One is on the brink of shaping a new paradigm in the telecom and cryptocurrency industries. What can we expect from them in the future? 
Carrier One is certainly a company to watch. As they continue to innovate and push boundaries, we can expect to see more exciting developments that could reshape the landscape of telecommunications and cryptocurrency. The launch of Kaon Dolan is just the beginning. The community is eagerly waiting for the latest updates and advancements from this trailblazing venture. Thanks for the insights, James. Speaking of cryptocurrency, the founders of Bengaluru-based cryptocurrency exchange, Unocoin Technologies PV Ltd, have sought anticipatory bail in the wake of a Bitcoin scam involving international hacker Sri Krishna Ramesh, also known as Shriki. Abby, a correspondent for Simply Crypto, is here with us today to shed some light on the situation. Certainly, David. The founders of Unicoin, Sathvik V and Harish BV, are seeking anticipatory bail following the arrest of Santosh Kumar KS, CEO of Group Cyber ID Technologies, and Police Inspector Prashant Babu in the Bitcoin scam case. Santosh Kumar is accused of illegally accessing the crypto wallet of Robin Kondalwal, an associate of Shriki, and transferring Bitcoin valued at 1.83 lakh to his own crypto wallet. What led to the involvement of the founders of Unocoin in this case? Sathvik V was called in by the Bengaluru police in January 2021 to certify that 31 bitcoins seized from a cloud crypto wallet belonging to Shriki had disappeared when the police wallet was opened again. Harish BV was an expert during the seizure of the crypto wallet belonging to Robin Kondalwal. Their involvement in the case has led to their current predicament. What are the allegations against the police and politicians in Karnataka? The Congress in Karnataka has alleged that the police and politicians collected bribes through cryptocurrency from Shriki and his associates to weaken the cases reported during the Bharatiya Janata Party's rule in the state. The special investigation team is investigating these allegations of large-scale corruption. What about the anticipatory bail sought by Sathvik V and Harish BV? A district court in Bengaluru has stated that the interim anticipatory bail sought by Sathvik V and Harish BV cannot be granted without hearing the objections of the special investigation team. The court has emphasized the need to hear the prosecution before passing any order on this application. What was the role of Sathvik V and Harish BV in the seizure of the bitcoins? Sathvik V was called in as an expert by the Bengaluru police to certify the disappearance of 31 bitcoins that were seized from Shriki's cloud crypto wallet. Harish BV was the expert on hand during the seizure of a cloud wallet belonging to Kandewal. Their expertise was used to navigate the complex world of cryptocurrency during the investigation. This complex case involving cryptocurrency, law enforcement, and alleged corruption is certainly one we'll continue to follow. Thanks for that report, Abby. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Crypto. We'll see you back here tomorrow.